You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox and Today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. You can save 20% off your next order if you go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. Again, that promo code LOCKEDON. And um, a lot to get to today. Big weekend in TCU athletics. Uh, the basketball team beat Iowa State. Um, baseball gets a sweep. And uh, the women play tonight. But I want to talk about baseball. And to do that, I brought in my friend Eric Hughes. And Eric has a really cool job. He gets to work TCU baseball games at home. So, Eric, let our people know exactly what it is that you do uh, at Lupton Stadium when the Frogs are, at, are in town. Yeah, thanks for having me, Stephen. Uh, so, basically, I work in production with the, the TCU baseball. So, kind of have two main roles. I work as the stadium DJ and also as the video board operator. So, basically, any music, any uh, sound effects, that sort of thing that you hear, I'll be, that's me, and also just the, the main video board, um, just flashing up replay stats, that sort of thing, so it's a, yeah, it's a fun, fun time to be able to get a front row seat to some Horn Frog baseball. Who has the best walk-up song this year? I know we're early in the season, but who do you think it is? We are early. Um, just off the top of my head, I do love me some some Gray Rogers. Uh, he's got a he's got an interesting uh, remix of the, the the classic Wii song. Um, I I want to say I can't remember who it is that does that. If it's like Kodak Black or somebody, it's one of the the, the kind of newer rappers. But he he has like this remix version of the of the classic Wii song, and I don't know what it is, but it's 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 on point. That's really interesting. Uh, yeah, I would not have guessed that, but that's fun to know. And these, this is the insight you get from Eric and having him on. And we're going to try to do this every Monday. And what we'll do is we'll just kind of recap the weekend. So uh, Frog Sweep Liberty, they actually didn't play on Sunday. They played Friday and then a doubleheader Saturday. Won 4-1 on Friday. And then the Bats came alive a little bit uh, on Saturday in that doubleheader. And they won convincingly in those games. But just some initial impressions, Eric. What stood out to you? Obviously, that was a, a tough series last week or tough tournament against some very good SEC competition and seemed like the team looked uh, much more comfortable playing uh, Liberty over Friday and Saturday this weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they absolutely did. I mean, like you mentioned, right off the bat, haven't played in almost a full, full year, and you're facing three what turned out to be top five teams, at least in the terms of the polls from this weekend. Um, so, yeah, that was a tough series that they're coming off of. But this weekend, facing a Liberty squad that, I mean, just to put it plainly, they're obviously better than. Uh, and, yeah, they took care of business. They they never trailed, which was just nice from the get-go. They looked like they were in control. Um, something that was really interesting to, to see is just, and even going back to the series at Globe Life, is just, I think Schloss is more confident in his bullpen than he has been in a, in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a lot of arms there uh, that, whether it's throwing hard, throwing in the mid-90s, but he's also got some, some wily lefties in there that can, can get the job done too. And so it was interesting to see 
Um, the, the starters didn't go as deep necessarily as you would hope that they would have. Johnny Ray on Friday night going four and two thirds. Aylin Green coming in there in, uh, to get that last out of the fourth and finish the game. Same thing happened on the first game on Saturday. Russell Smith uh, looked pretty good, Was had six strikeouts, but only in three innings. Uh, had eight base runners. He was able to work out of uh, some trouble, but Schloss turned to Charles King, and he finished the game with six innings of relief. So I- I'm interested to see uh, how Schloss continues to handle that. I think he he just trusts his, his guys in the pen. He's got some relievers there, like I mentioned, with Halen Green and Charles King that have been on the team for what seems like a decade, and, and they've gotten results so far. They have, and that's a good point because, you know, when I was – a couple of weeks ago when I was kind of running down what a weekend rotation might look like, Charles King was a, a, a person that came to mind. And when he didn't make that initial cut, I was pretty surprised. But I, I think you're right. It's almost like – and I don't know if they'll do this all year. I'm not sure if this is more about guys that haven't pitched competitively in a year and a half. It's almost like they have two starters every every time out, though. I mean, he's kind of been – running green in to uh, give Johnny Ray relief. And then, yeah, yeah, Charles was in on Saturday. Marcelo Perez came in in long relief last weekend. So a ton of different options, which is uh, really cool. And, again, like if if you could push your starters to five or six innings, I think that could be even more um, deadly and uh, really tough to stop. But we'll see kind of what they do moving forward. Um, I also wanted to ask you about this freshman class. It feels like for a few years they've had recruiting classes that have been picked over by the draft, but we're getting to see some guys this year make immediate impacts like uh, Braden Taylor. Um, Luke Boyers might be the best hitter on the team right now. And Elijah <laughs> he's an Nunez, he's good. Elijah Nunez is having some competitive at-bats in that leadoff spot. Um, what impresses you about this freshman class? Because this is a really old team, Eric, but they're, uh, they're getting it done with these young guys as well. Oh yeah. You're, you're totally right on that. And, and like you said, we, we've had some, some classes that have had some talent, but they get snatched up in the draft. And this year, I think we're finally getting to see a top 10 class pretty much anywhere you look, whether it's baseball in America, do you want baseball? These guys are highly touted. And like you said, Elijah Nunez in the leadoff spot, Luke Boyer's batting second. I mean, these are the guys that Schloss is running out in the leadoff and two holes. So he clearly has confidence in them. And I mean, they're just hitting the ball hard right now. I mean, both those guys, Braden Taylor, you mentioned as well, they're, they're making good contact. They're hitting, they're not trying to do too much with it. They are absolutely hitting gap to gap right now and so it's been fun to see them just set the table uh for the big guys and just letting the game come to them has been has been really fun and also another guy uh who started got the start on tuesday night cam brown he he's the headliner of this class he was the the top dog and so this is a guy that i think you're going to see on friday nights in the future uh whether that's next year or two years from now but he throws he, – he's got – he's throwing some gas in the mid-90s, has a good hard-breaking ball. And so um, it is nice to see – you know, you, you think about having a top-10 class, but you don't necessarily expect 
to get immediate results, right? And so the fact that that's been the case so far has been a very nice surprise. Yeah, it's been huge for this team. And uh, I think it gives you some optimism moving forward, not just for this year. I want to talk more with Eric. Um, coming up next, we'll get into some bullpen talk. Before I do that, let's talk about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, I tell you about it frequently on the podcast. They're your online sportsbook experts. Um, if you want to dip your toe in the water of wagering, but you're like, I don't really know where to start. I mean, I don't know about this. I don't want to spend my own money and lose it quickly. Well, go to betonline.ag because they have great advice. They have all the latest lines. Um, they have news for you. So you're not going to miss an important injury. You're not going to miss um, an important lineup change that might change the outcome of these games that you're trying to make some money on. Betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts. And if you use the promo code locked on, you'll get a 50% sign-up bonus. Betonline.ag, go there today, try to make some cash. Run by Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. It's a great website to check out if you want to try to make yourself some money. Segment two here on Locked on Horned Frogs. Eric Hughes is my guest. Appreciate him joining us. I uh, did want to let you know tomorrow, we're going to talk some TCU football. Uh, we got a, a position change that came down it's been rumored but it's official marcel brooks is going to change position so i'll tell you more about that on uh on tuesday but today we're talking baseball pretty exclusively with eric and i appreciate the time that he's given us so eric you mentioned the bullpen earlier and you kind of ran down the depth of that group do you think that's the strongest part of this team right now because it does really seem to be a very versatile weapon that they have uh, in, in the, you know, front and back into that bullpen. Yeah, I, I would say so. I think that's the case. I mean, I think, you know, we talked depth, every, everybody, every, theoretically every team should be deep this year, right? Because of COVID restrictions last year, everybody getting an extra year of eligibility. So you expect to have some depth, but I think that this is the group that Schloss is, most capable thinks is most capable and is going to be most reliant on I mean we, we hit on Charles King Halen Green you mentioned Mar Marcelo Perez I mean he, he came in uh, pitched three shutout innings uh, on uh, the first weekend and you've got the freshman Garrett Wright that came in and closed the door on against Mississippi State those are all guys that you know they're pretty they got the power arms and then you've also got the Augie Milbauers of, of the world that are going to come in and, um, and junk ball you to death. And so I think that this is the group that I would say it has the most depth on the team. And it's the group that when it comes time to postseason baseball, I mean, we've seen it in the past. If you have a lot of arms, then you're going to be able to go deep in, in the postseason because those games, when it comes down to it, you're going to have to win lots of games there down the stretch. And so uh, I would say the bullpen, yeah, I, I completely agree there that they are the strong suit of this team. Right. Uh, you know, I think about teams that got in the loser's bracket of the College World Series, and it felt like maybe they had the best team there, but they just eventually ran out of arms or, you know, had to go to a fourth or fifth starter that wasn't used to those situations, which was a detriment. And you don't see that. I'm glad you mentioned Garrett Wright. So – is he your closer? Because they let Halen go the distance against Liberty. That would have been a safe situation. 
and he got out of that Mississippi State game, but it was it was a little squirrely. Uh, he he got some good fortune with where that ball was hit and getting a double play ball. But who do you think would be the guy if it's you know four to three and they need somebody they need a fresh arm to come in in the ninth right now? Yeah, I mean that's a great question. You know, Marcelo Perez has been a guy that's been in the closer role in the past, and so I could see Schloss turn into him late. Uh, but I can also see him utilizing Perez in a similar role to, you know, turn to the big leagues and you look at a team like the Rays and guys like Nick Anderson, who just comes in whenever the best part of the lineup comes in. I could see Marcelo Perez being in that sort of role. So I don't think uh, Schloss has, he hasn't tipped his hand there. So it will be interesting. I think that Garrett Wright certainly has the, has the stuff to do it, throwing hard with a great breaking ball. So, um, I don't think that that role, I don't want to say, I don't know that it hasn't been solidified yet, but yeah, I don't think that, that we can make a statement on who that guy is yet. So let's dip into some concerns for a minute. And I guess I'll go first here. I still have some questions about this lineup as far as just consistently hitting. Uh, it is amazing how much better you can look when you don't have uh, staffs that have like nine guys that are throwing 95 as it seemed like yeah. Arkansas and Old Miss and Mississippi State did. Um, yep. But you're, some of your really experienced guys are still struggling. You know, can, can Gene Wood, is this just a weird slump or is he going to be able to get out of this? They have, they have some pop. They showed that this weekend. Lepton's not a place where you just drive the ball out of the ballpark consistently and they were hitting some home runs. But um, I'm – I'm interested to see once Big 12 play starts what this lineup looks like and how many runs they're scratching across. But what would you say, Eric, just from six games in or eight games in, what your biggest concern would be for this team moving forward? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think I think so far the, the biggest question is just how the offense is going to perform against the top end starting pitching. Uh, because, like you said, we – we saw them struggle a little bit to score some runs against uh, the the big boys down in Arlington. And so I think that they certainly have the capability um, to, to get the job done, to push runs across. This isn't a, a team that has necessarily one guy that's just going to be, you know, dropping bombs, hitting like a, a Luke and Baker, a Luke and Baker type. They mm -hmm. don't have that kind of dude, but they do have, quite a few guys that are able to, you know, get some big hits whenever they need. But like he said, the question is, are they going to be able to do it against uh, the top end arms? And that's, that's a question that's going to have to be answered down the road. And I think one other, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a concern, but it's just something to keep your eye on is uh, just with the starting pitching, pitching, are they able to go a little bit deeper in games? Mm -hmm. You saw, uh, this this past weekend, the I think it was uh, Friday night that um, Johnny Ray he he 91 pitches and he didn't get to the fifth inning. Russell Smith uh, only went three innings, although he looked pretty good. Could have gone longer, but coach decided to pull him. And then Austin Crow went six innings, and that's that's the furthest that a pitcher has gone, a starter has gone for the Frogs. So you would like to see the starters. Uh, go a little bit deeper into games and so that's just I, I don't I wouldn't say it's a concern it's just something to keep your eye on throughout the season 
Uh, I got one or two more questions for Eric and, and we'll wrap things up. Before we do that, I want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the most delicious protein bar uh, on the planet. And I can say that confidently because they send me packages from time to time. And I really like the peanut butter flavor they have. Um, cookies and cream is another great flavor they have. German chocolate. So Built Bar, I'd love for you to try it. You should get yoked up. Like my buddy Eric, I'm looking across the screen right now. He looks like uh, somebody that likes to lift a little bit might want something for his pre-workout. Built Bar's great to eat before a workout. It's a great snack to have at work. Um, however you'd like to consume it, BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you get 20% off your next order. Again, that's BuiltBar.com. One more segment here with uh, my buddy Eric Hughes. Um, I did want to say later in the week we'll touch on, hey, TC basketball, they got a dub. They fell to Kansas State uh, last week, which was – embarrassing but they bounce back nicely they get a victory over Iowa State on the road um, they have a tough week this week and we'll break that down uh, as we go through the week but we're hurtling towards the Big 12 tournament let's see if the Frogs can build some momentum before the year uh, gets started but I'm here with my my friend Eric Hughes and we're talking some TCU baseball Eric works um, at Lupton Stadium he does sound and scoreboard work there so Eric, one question I wanted to get out at you. Have you ever – I think I know the answer to this, and I'm not sure it was done at a TCU game, but have you ever made an opposing manager or an opposing player really angry by what you played over the loudspeakers in a college baseball uh, game or elsewhere? Uh, yes, that is – that is an you could say that's an accurate statement. Uh, so I – during the summers, I, I worked down in Cleveland, uh, for a minor league, independent minor league baseball team, the Cleveland Railroaders. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, and I guess as the story goes, we had a, honestly, I can't even remember the exact situation. I think it was a really close game. The Railroaders were up to bat, and the opposing pitcher was pitching really well, uh, but wasn't exactly getting the calls that he thought he should have been. And so, uh, there's one particular call that I do remember. It it did. I, I might say it, it. It it definitely looked like a strike. We'll just say that. Uh, didn't call didn't go his way. The next pitch, uh, one of the railroaders players hit the shot in the gap, scores two or three runs, take the lead, that sort of deal. Uh, so as as he as the pitcher is um, making his uh, displeasure known to the umpire, uh, I, I throw out some Fergie, you know, big girls don't cry. I mean, he, he was absolutely losing his mind. And so I thought that might be a, a, little, a little fun to poke. The fans loved it, uh, but the pitcher was not too happy. He kind of gave me a, a quick wave on his way out. So it was a, uh, it was a fun time and interesting, interesting situation for sure. Yeah, um, I can't believe the umpire in an independent baseball game wouldn't be wouldn't be top tier. That shocks me. Maybe you shouldn't be right. fishing for calls. I remember. Uh, so, have you ever been to a Fort Worth Cats game before? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. So the Cats were there back in the day, and we went one night. Um, and I can't remember what the deal was or what the song was, but they picked a batter on the opposing team, and if he struck out then for the rest of that inning, that half inning, I believe beer was like $1. Yeah, beer better of the game. Yeah, we still Beer better of the game. Okay, right. Yep. So they played some song every time he would come up, 
and yep. when he struck out. And he struck out the first time, and then it got in his head. And he struck out – he was, like, 0 for 4 with, like, 4Ks that night. Like, he was just <laughs> – like, he lubed up the whole Fort Worth Cat Stadium yep, yep, with, yep. Uh, with cheap beer. And you could tell by the end of the night he was, like, pressing, and it was really getting in his head. So, that's a, that's a funny situation. So TCU baseball taking on Stephen F. Austin tomorrow. Eric, are you going to be out there at the Stephen F. Austin game tomorrow working? I will be. Yes, sir. I will be there. Okay, so wave wave at Eric in the booth if you see him. And then they uh, play in the Shriners Classic this weekend, and that will be against uh, starting with Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and uh, Sam Houston State, I believe, is also in that tournament. So we'll keep talking with Eric every Monday, recapping TCU baseball. Eric, I appreciate you joining us today, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Stephen. That'll do it for Lockdown Horn Frogs. We'll talk with you tomorrow. This is the only – daily TCU podcast. Nobody else brave enough to do it. Talk to you soon. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.